0: Number three, turn off your damn phone. (laughs) Welcome to an episode of Find Your Voice, a movement led by yours truly, Aaron Dew. A guy who has overcome crippling anxiety, adversity, and difficulty like so many of you in life, whose main goal now is to help you combat your excuses, take control of your life, write your own story, and most importantly, find your voice. So now, without further ado, I welcome the host of the show himself, Mr. Aaron Dew. What's going on, people? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Find Your Voice. My name is Aaron, and as always, I am the host of the show. So we are now on part two, where I'm going to give you another 10 successful habits to help you find your voice and crush your goals for 2020. Now, of course, I want you to listen to part one first, episode 71, released on January the 9th. However, if you haven't had time, do not worry. These are not episodes that you need to follow in order. In fact, at the end of these episodes, what I want you to do is walk away with 20 successful habits that if you just implement on a daily basis, even if it's just three or four of them, I promise you, you're going to see massive, massive changes to enhance your life, your goals, your health, and your well-being. And isn't that what we're all after? Because so often in life, we feel We need to change so many things in our life to really start to get success, but I promise you it's not that complicated. In fact, all you need to do sometimes is just pivot ever so slightly and just make a few small tweaks to your daily habits and then consistently do that over a long period of time. And what you're going to see is a compound effect take place where all of these little actions that you've been doing for a few months, for a few years, start to take shape. So that's why I really urge you to, at the end of this episode, maybe go back to episode 71, write down notes, write down the 20. I do also write them in the show notes and I will do blogs if anyone is interested on them. And then just pick and choose. Pick and choose a few of them that you feel, actually, I think if I did this, it would massively help my goals moving forward. So without further ado, let's get this on the way. The first one is to surround yourself with successful people. Now you need to know where you're going, right? For example, if you want to become a property investor similar to myself, then what you need to do is get around successful property people. Now, being in this industry, let me just warn you from the start, be careful. Do your due diligence because what somebody says online isn't necessarily what they actually do. So just be conscious with that. For example, if your aim is to create a portfolio of 10 properties within the next five years, get yourself around somebody who has done that. Who has done exactly what you need? If you wanna start a business, maybe it's a food business or a restaurant, for example, your best bet is to sit with somebody who has opened restaurants previously. You need to be around people who can help you on that particular category. Number two, you need to believe in yourself. Now, this is very difficult, especially when things like imposter syndrome kick in or you just don't feel that you have the necessary experience or skill set. Now, the beautiful thing with experience and skill set is. You can build that up over time and one of the only things that we have, well at least now, is time. So build it up. You have to build it up. You are not going to be able to instantly learn everything by the end of next week. It just takes time and patience is something that you need in this game. So I understand the whole being impatient and really wanting to crush your goals but sometimes we just have to take a step back. You have to stop this Instagram life of instant gratification and we just need to practice delayed gratification ever so slightly. And just trust the process and have patience. So believe in yourself. When I say believe in yourself, sometimes that might mean that you need to get around people where initially you may not even feel that you're on their level or you deserve to be around them. However, if you can manage that, my God, your world is going to excel. So I sat now recently on a few developments that we're doing in property and I sit with people and I almost walk out of there like, what the hell were they talking about? And it's funny because I've been in and out of property for the last eight years and I'm sitting with individuals now whose experience is so much greater than mine and their skill set is better than mine. But do you know what? I love it because every time I walk away, I write notes and I reflect back on that conversation. And you know what happens the next day? Yes, I am that little bit smarter. So I'm now trying to literally become a sponge and spend as much time around these people. So Hopefully in six months, 12 months time, once we've done one or two developments, I will be in a much, much better place. And this obviously requires, you know, dropping a bit of that ego and recognising that we don't know as much as we think we know, which is absolutely fine because isn't the point of progressing in life to really push yourself and grow and come out of your comfort zone? And in order to do that, of course, you're going to need to be around people who stretch you, who challenge you, who encourage you to just be that little bit more skilled and experienced. Number three, turn off your damn phone. (laughs) Now for this one I need you to start to turn off your phone at least an hour before you sleep and at least first thing in the morning as well because effectively all that you are doing is jumping straight into somebody else's life and if Instagram is one of the first apps that you open then you're jumping in to a very very cleverly posted life and that life is one of somebody's highlight reel. So the last thing you want to be doing is to see somebody else who seems to have it all figured out living this incredible life. At the same time if you're like me and you wake up in the morning and you really just don't want to speak to anyone at least for an hour, the last thing you want to see is somebody showing off all their amazing highs and well really their lows on Instagram because that's going to put you in a place of thinking, "Oh my god, it's all right for this person or what have I got planned today? And then when you kind of do that comparison thing, you know, comparison is the thief of joy, you're just going to put yourself on a bad foot starting off. So don't do it. Number four, recognize the things you do on a daily basis. So unless your goals require you to enter an esports competition or produce a Netflix documentary, then binge watching seasons or playing FIFA all day probably won't help you. You need to be increasing your skill set in the domain that you're in. For example, if you want to be in business, you need to be learning about business, sales and marketing, not playing PlayStation, for example. The same applies with anything. If you want to become an athlete, for example, you need to be doing road work, skipping, cardio, strength and conditioning, lifting weights. You need to be doing all the things that require you to become that person that you dream of becoming one day. So recognize this and this actually takes a bit of time but sooner or later it will become a habit, a very, very good habit actually. So listen, I am guilty of watching a hell of a lot of Netflix myself and often I call it escapism. I suppose that's kind of my excuse but sometimes I know in that moment maybe I should have just been working on my business just a little bit more. Number five, you need to increase your streams of income. Now you've probably heard this especially if you're on a personal development journey. On average I think the stats say most millionaires have seven streams of income and that's basically if one part dries out for example i.e your job your hours are reduced redundancy or maybe your property portfolio something's happened with the economy and the interest rates have risen so you're not earning as much cash flow as normal then you need to have something else that can supplement it and just pull its weight during that time so that's why we never want to be dependent on just one stream of income and now growing up I was always under the impression that once you get a degree, you get yourself a job and it's kosher. You're fine. You're going to be absolutely fine until that retirement age where, of course, now when I think about it, it, doesn't really seem like a fair deal. They end up slashing your wages by about a third and you're expected to live on that in most likely not our best years. So that for me is a conversation for another day. Now, I'm not preaching that money is everything, but money sadly does make the world go around and for some of us it creates that buffer, it creates that level of security just to move us forward so really have a look into that and if you want more information on this please do reach out as obviously this is something that in the last four or five years I've been working on personally in terms of just increasing different income streams into my household. Number six, invest in assets. Now I always preach this however not so much on find your voice because obviously it's not the platform for it but you need to be invest in your money that maybe you're earning on a nine to five or in your business in assets now assets pay you while you sleep liabilities well they just simply don't pay you so very very quickly off the back if you buy a rental home for example and you rent that out to somebody what will happen is they will pay your bills i.e the council tax the water the electric they will pay off most of the mortgage if you brought right in the first place and then you should have a little bit of money left every single month now with that money what I would recommend is always keep 10% for contingency but then you should at least have two to three hundred pounds a month where you can play around with and you can just maybe put that maybe towards another asset or pay off a liability. So all of my liabilities which is things like cars or clothes for example are paid off the back of my assets because a liability is something that you put money into and it's gone it's literally gone so cars are a little bit like that as well so the moment you drive a car off the car park where it's sold then instantly you're losing value and it's just going down and down and down in value whereas an asset for example like a house over time it tends to as history shows go up and up and up in value so be conscious of where you're putting your money make sure your money's working for you your money needs to be working for you while you're asleep number seven Get yourself a gratitude journal. Now this is really, really important for anyone listening to this episode or the previous episodes before because gratitude is something that will massively, massively change your perception on life along with also having an incredibly positive impact on your happiness and levels of fulfillment. So make sure that happiness is at the forefront of everything that you do in life. If things don't make you happy, try your best not to do them. Now of course I'm not telling you to simply go and hand in your notice at work Sometimes we need a bit of a plan and we need that patience that I mentioned earlier in this episode. But generally speaking, we want to come from a place of seeing things for the better. And that only happens when you practice gratitude, when you practice the things, the small things that we often take for granted on a daily basis. It massively, massively changes your perception on life. And of course, if you listen to the previous guest, we always try and do that. We always try and listen to a story of adversity, but then we try and get the positives from that. Because in our adversity that's where the lessons are being taught that's where the lessons are there for us to be learnt as we move forward in life number 8 think positively now it's kind of linked to gratitude and i promise you the more you gratitude in your journal on a daily basis the more positive you're going to be but the beautiful thing with thinking positively now this isn't blase thinking hey if i just sit here and say i'm going to be a millionaire next week over and over and over it's going to happen it's not i'm sorry this is more about you thinking positively in terms of the situations and the experiences around you. And there's a thing called the reticular activating system. And effectively, the more positive or the more things you visualize in your head on a daily basis, the more of that you're going to see. For example, if you think of a red car now, and I've just put red car in your brain, if you're driving now, or maybe you're going to drive later in the day, I promise you, you're going to start to notice more red cars. So if you can just think of more positive things within your life I promise you that's going to massively massively create more opportunities they're going to become more visible to you and you're going to do absolutely amazing things with those however if you come from a negative place you're probably going to miss all those opportunities number nine wake up early now this is a really really important one because waking up early I'm not necessarily one of those advocates that say you need to be up at 3 a.m or 4 a.m What I am saying is sometimes if you can just wake up just ever so slightly and even if it is 15 minutes or an hour just to do your journaling, just to go to the gym, just to hydrate yourself and get your thoughts together before the world kind of takes over your day, before you jump onto Instagram, before you start messing around on social media, I promise you that's going to have a massive, massive impact on your life. And also you kind of get this level of satisfaction that actually you've done a few tasks in the morning not just for yourself maybe it's for your work maybe it's for your business before the rest of the world wakes up and that's quite empowering as well so have a look into that maybe to incorporate one of these habits that we've mentioned on both these episodes now and just start to watch your world change now if you are going to be one of those people who wake up at three or four or five a.m then please do me a favor make sure you get enough sleep the night before because sleep is something that is so overlooked and it's so so important And finally, number 10, self-love. So I've spoken about this on many of the episodes previously and it's not cliche, it's not something that should be overlooked but it's something that you need to be doing in order to move yourself forward. At the end of the day, if you're not showing yourself appreciation and you're not looking after yourself during the attainment of goals, you're going to massively, massively struggle. So a great episode for this was episode 58 which is five ways to be kind to yourself even when you feel low. I think that's massively massively going to help you and also episode 52 which actually helps you become selfless by being more selfish now that kind of sounds a little bit crazy doesn't it but I promise you there's 10 incredible tips in there where you can really start to put yourself at the forefront of your life and when you do that not only do you position yourself in a place where you can become more and do more you can also help more people and that I promise you is one of the greatest feelings that you will ever attain in your life. So that's the last 10 of this two-part episode. I hope you found these points useful. I hope along with episode one, you now know the kind of things that you need to move yourself forward. I massively, massively urge you to take notes and more so make yourself accountable. Really push yourself, really tell yourself that you deserve more, that you want to become more, you want to do more in your life and just take hold of some of these habits and really push forward in 2020 with them. And also let me know as well. Give me some feedback. I've had some incredible testimonials from people saying they've just incorporated a few of these just for a week and instantly they've they felt better. They felt more clarity in their head. They've noticed a few things have come in their favor. And that's just in a week. Just imagine what can happen if you do this for longer than a week. So I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to stop rambling. I sincerely hope you enjoy this episode and part one as well. I wish you all an incredible 2020. And I look forward to speaking to you all next Monday. Thanks for listening. And remember, this podcast is absolutely free. So all we ask in return is for you to share this with a friend and drop us a five-star review over on iTunes. Have an awesome day.